The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. What is up, Creepers? That's Chris Chavez, one-third of the History Creeps podcast, flying solo for this mini-pod experience. That's right. This month, 31 days, I will be releasing little mini-podcasts following along with my 31 days of horror. So I decided I wanted to rename this. Uh, If you follow our Facebook in the past couple of years, you'll see I've been posting uh, around... not even around. It's the month of October. I'll post a list of movies that I say I'm going to watch 31 days of horror. And it doesn't always work out that way. I end up falling off the wagon. Um, you know, I'll, I'll watch, I'll, I'll hit it hard too. At the very beginning, I'm watching movie after movie and then I start to fall off and I find myself having to catch up. And so I'll like watch two and three movies a day just to catch up to where I am. And I never finish out the month. So I'm going to try to do it this year. And I'm going to try to hold myself to it by recording a review afterwards. Now, I didn't promise this to anybody. I didn't announce it. Uh, If you came across it on your feed, you're surprised, right? Uh, So here we go. We're going to go for it. Um, But the idea is, is I wanted to watch a movie every night for the month of October. 31 Days of Creeps. Normally, I have a list made ahead of time. This time, I didn't. This time, I decided I was just going to kind of fly by the seat of my pants, and I was just going to pick movies at random uh, every night that I'm going to watch them. And tonight was one of those nights. I picked a movie just completely at random on uh, on Hulu and uh, dove in, didn't know what I was getting into, didn't even read what, the, what it was about. I didn't want to read the info. I just saw that it was a horror movie. I saw... Uh, um, you know the the cover image of it, and I just said, "Let's go!" And I hit play. Uh, boy, was I surprised! The first movie I saw for my thirty one days of creeps was a movie called Baskin. Okay, so before I get into actually uh, discussing this film, I wanted to kind of let you guys know my plan on how I wanted to lay the, this little mini pod out. Uh, it's not. I'm not going to tell you guys the plot. If you want to know the plot, go on Wikipedia or watch the movie. I don't want to give it away. But what I will do is give you my thoughts on specific categories. Uh, so categories, you know, such as score and soundtrack, uh, cinematography, acting, writing, um, my favorite scene or line in a movie, and at the very end, I'll give it a a rating on the creeper meter uh, between one and five uh, of whatever I want to kind of delegate it for the episode. Another thing I want to do as well is I want to insert the trailer right after I set, tell you guys what movie it is I'm watching. This way, you guys can get a, get you know get a feel for the, the mood of the film or what, maybe what the film might be about by listening to the trailer, and then you hear my thoughts and then decide whether or not you want to check it out yourself. I'm not including the trailer for this film. And the reason for that is Baskin is a 2015 film uh, that comes to us from Turkey. Yeah, this is a Turkish film. I had no clue that that was the case until they they opened their mouths and immediately it was a different language. uh, And I realized, okay, so I'm going to be doing a lot of reading in this film uh, because it was subtitled, which is fine. I like watching subtitled films. I'd prefer it better than 
dubbed films. I always find dubbed films to be kind of jarring, uh, especially when the voices don't match their their lips. Uh, and normally they get some weird, you know, voice actor that just kind of overdoes it for for the sake of overdoing it because uh, they're not the one on film. And so it, it just I don't know. It just takes me out of the film. Um, but this film, let me tell you something. I wasn't expecting. First of all, I wasn't expecting it to be Turkish, and I definitely wasn't expecting to get into what I was getting into from here. I'm going to tell you, so what I'll do at the very beginning of all of these, after I tell you what the, the, the film is and you listen to a trailer, I'm just going to kind of read a real quick thing about you know the info on it, what Wikipedia says, and uh, maybe later we'll get into a little bit of the production information. But other than that, I'm going to just give you straight thoughts on the film itself. Uh, so Baskin, according to Wikipedia, is a 2015 Turkish surrealist horror film directed by Can uh, Evrenal, hope I said that right, based on his 2013 short film by the same name. Uh, it centers around five police officers who have inadvertently wandered into hell. Yeah, that's definitely what this film's about. So let's get into, uh, you know, just my thoughts overall. So the writing in this film, um, it's definitely surrealist. There are three acts. Um, at the beginning, we meet, you know, well, at the very beginning, there's this weird kind of, you know, again, surreal, you know, dream, dreamlike sequence. Uh, then we meet these police officers in Turkey and um, they end up getting called to to uh, for backup. You know, the, the, on the radio it comes to it. They, there's the people that need backup. So they go to help uh, their police officers and they end up on this journey that just fucking is insane. Um, the writing was okay. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of hard to say because I'm not used to Turkish culture. I'm not used to some of the, maybe the way they speak to each other, phrasings, you know, uh, things that you'll see. If you watch this film, you'll see what I'm talking about. The story itself is, is, is kind of, it's confusing at times. I'll be honest with you. There are times where I just kept going, what the fuck is going on? But I couldn't look away. And I'll tell you why we'll get that. We'll get into that with cinematography. But uh, in regards to the story and the writing, uh, you can follow that there was something happening and that there was, you know, there, there was definitely, it, it was, it, it has a kind of almost dark satanic feel, if you will. So you know that there's this undercurrent of shit that's not right. And, and you're kind of going along for the ride just to see where it's going to end up. Um, so, you know, the writing wasn't too bad. I, I, the way these the, the, the guys interacted with each other, the way they spoke to each other felt very natural. I don't know how much of that was, uh, you know, maybe ad-libbed as they got along and filmed um, or, or how much they really just word for word read script. But it was it, it felt very natural and, and interactive. Um, cinematography. OK, so this is where the film totally hooked me. I love film. I love if you know me, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, you've heard me talk about how much I love film, how much I appreciate film for all different aspects, not just for, you know, sitting down watching something and escaping with some popcorn. I love to appreciate the whole process, the writing, the acting, the lighting, the cinematography. This film, this filmmaker, let me tell you something. This filmmaker is 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 one of these guys that is all about stylus. Uh, stylism like it's a very stylized film uh the lighting has this very kind of 
you know what's going on with that retro lighting now nowadays? It's got kind of like an '80s feel, maybe like a, a a purplish or a pink on blue. You know what I mean? That kind of thing that happens a lot through this film. Uh, there's a lot of parts in this film that have kind of neony colors, and then he switches over to kind of a very grimy um rob zombie-ish style uh, of you know aesthetic for for what you're seeing on the screen and we'll definitely get back to the rob zombie thing later um and he does this crazy camera work there's a lot of crazy camera work in this film that is it feel again it the word stylized just keeps coming back to me because it's just a very almost artistic looking film yet it's super modern and, and you can tell that it's it's a mainstream film um, there's one scene where like this camera kind of moves in slowly, uh, towards the van, this van, the police van that's parked outside of this place. And the way it's all lit up, the, this huge spotlight on the van literally makes the van look like it's, it's a toy model. Like we have a camera just zooming in on a toy model, like a, a model, uh, car. Um, the camera comes in through the back windshield all the way up to the windshield and literally morphs through it and into the van. So that's what I'm talking about. You'll see a lot of that stuff through this film where this cam- the camera work does this really cool kind of transitional you know, tracking. Um, there's a scene where it does this weird upside down thing. We see, I mean, camera angles and certain shots are meant to kind of jar you, I feel like. It feels like this is a crazy psychological, you know, dreamscape of just jarring images sometimes and and emotion and feel and i'll tell you what completely lends to it is the score so the soundtrack or the score is is all very much again uh, uh, it builds it, it's building a mood um there i think there's one or two songs turkish songs that are in this film where there's you know lyrics and they're singing overall the rest of it is just about ambiance and just kind of mood building there's a lot of like the pounding of, of like bass drums you know what i mean where you can kind of hear that doom, 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 and it's totally used to build tension at certain parts um there's the the creepy kind of you know uh strings that are, are are going from a real low to a high uh you know like the cello and the violins just really screeching as it gets higher and higher and higher and all of this is just to build tension and that's the way he puts this film together like again there's a lot of visuals the story is kind of you know slowly told as you go along but the visuals and the soundtrack completely create this atmosphere that grabs onto your like nerves and just doesn't let go it's 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 very kind of tension filling uh throughout this movie um and the sound and the sound just lends to it you'll see what i mean if you watch this you'll see what i mean uh okay what else do we have acting these guys were all great i gotta tell you all of these actors um even the the the, the bad dude at the end all of these guys were amazing actors i felt they're acting the, you know, it, it didn't look hokey. Didn't look like a student film. I mean, these guys really did a great job. This director really pulled out emotion for these guys really pulled out like this psychological breaking terror. Uh, it was amazing, dude. I, I just, I, I, I was blown away just thinking like I'm watching a freaking Turkish film that is keeping me captivated, um, with how, like how these guys interact and, and, you're kind of trying to figure out what's happening as well. So you're just invested in their reaction to things. And it's so genuine that you buy in, you're totally into what's happening. And this kind of feeling of like 
something's happening here. There's this undercurrent of, 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 of weirdness of something that I can't kind of grasp, but you know, it's, it's unnerving and you can see it in these guys as well as they're moving along through the story. Um, the story is told in these three, you know, there's three acts. And as, like I said, the beginning, we kind of meet these guys in the middle, there's this journey to get to where they have to get for the backup. And at the end, this last act, it's like the last maybe hour to 45 minutes. Um, it's, Dude, it goes from, you know, this stylized look with kind of the, these specific colors and different, you know, angles with the cameras and, and all this stuff to becoming a literally like it was like a Rob Zombie film. It was so bizarre in certain spots, so gory in certain parts that it, it, it just totally took a 180. Um yeah, it was. I just kept thinking to myself, like, this feels. This is like the the Turkish version of Rob Zombie, the dude who who decided I want it to look this way now at the end, and I want all this crazy fucking satanic shit to go down. Um, you'll see what I mean. It's it's totally crazy, very gritty. There's this. I mean, okay. There's there's frogs involved in this thing. There's spiders. There's a woman, uh, a naked woman wearing a goat's head, uh, skull, you know, on all fours being dragged out by chains so that this other dude who had his eyes ripped out can try to impregnate her, uh, which later she drops like a solid brick baby out. Dude, I'm telling you, it's so fucking bizarre. It made me just be like, what the fuck is happening? So when you read, when I read that thing at the beginning here at Wikipedia and it said that it led them literally to hell, now I get that, like totally get it. And it's, it was insane. Um, my favorite scene or line in this film, I would have to say my favorite scene is, man, I don't, it's crazy. Okay. My favorite scene is actually, it's, it's not even a creepy, scary, gory part. There's a scene where they're in the van and they're on their way. Uh, before they get this call, they're in the van. They were on their way to maybe back to the station or somewhere. I can't remember where it was. Uh, and right before they get this call that they need backup, um, you know, this guy, the driver, uh, puts on the radio and all of a sudden the song comes on that they all know. And so he turns it up and they all kind of start singing along and, and, you know, slightly like dancing and stuff. And, and I, and it doesn't sound as hokey. I mean, it's not as hokey as it sounds. Um, but it was kind of cool because you could see this is their culture. Like this is, they were singing their kind of music and moving around and, and having a good time. And it was, I like that scene because it was kind of like this, this jarring, you know, complete opposite of the scene right before it, right before it, there's this scene where one of the officers is in the, in the bathroom staring at the mirror and all of a sudden just goes mad for a moment. And it's insane. He just starts screaming and it's, it's so unsettling that when it transitions to this and all of a sudden it's, it's like this, uh, you can kind of breathe a little bit because you've been kind of holding your breath, not knowing what's going to happen next. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's definitely, it was, it was quite a movie. I've never seen a movie, uh, that, that really hooked me this way. And then just kept me all the way to the end where I was just like, what the fuck is happening? I got to kind of understand this. I kind of think I know what's happening. And then, um, you know, something else happens. You're like, wait, what the fuck kind of movie is this? Uh, and then the end, the end happens. And I got to say, I called the end as it was happening. I was like, I bet this and boom, sure enough, it was the, it was the case. Uh, but I got to tell you on the creep meter I would give Baskin easily a 
well, I'm actually a 3.75 on the creepy meter. Um, it's not completely scary. There's a, it relies on a, uh, some gore in certain spots and it relies on a, a lot of, um, you know, kind of visual repulsion in some spots, but there are those times that kind of be, it, it's, it comes out of nowhere. Uh, like the dude screaming in the mirror, it's that that unsettles you. Or there's those times where the music just starts to build, or the sound just starts to really get to you. Um, I'll tell you the opening scene with the little kid. This this sequence uh, immediately sets this tone for for this kind of get ready because you're going to be on the edge of your seat with kind of a tension, uh, dread feel inside. So. Um, yeah, I would definitely give it a three point seven five on the creep meter. That's Baskin, the Turkish film. Turkish horror film, Turkish surrealist film. Yeah, dude, I I wasn't expecting this, man. Who would have known that a Turkish horror film would have uh kicked off the 31 Days of Creeps with such a such a um I don't know, man. It's it's left a mark on me in which like I can't wait to talk to Carter and Johnny about it. Well, not even Johnny. He's not into that kind of thing. Can't wait to tell Carter about it. Like this he's got to see it. I can't wait to hear what he thinks about it. If you guys check it out, Leave me a comment underneath this posting on Facebook. If you're not following the Facebook page, go to Facebook and follow History Creeps. Uh, and we post every episode we put up. We post on there, and then you can comment underneath if you'd like to, uh, you know, create a conversation. And um, yeah, feel free to reach out at any time. We're happy to interact with you guys and talk to you guys about your thoughts on it. And also, make sure you go ahead and comment on our Facebook post in which we're asking. If one of you creepers wants to join us for a roundtable discussion, because in a couple of weeks, we're going to have one of you guys call in and Skype with us as an episode of History Creeps, a special episode in October, in which we discuss whatever you want to talk about, whatever creepy crap you want to talk about. So hit it up, guys. Facebook page. Thanks so much for supporting. Thanks for listening to the first of the 31 Days of Creeps with Chris Chavez. We'll see you guys next time, and as always, stay creepy.